I'm not pulling out of my driveway. We all know what that means. It's time for the Drive to Work Coronavirus Edition. So uh, I've been using this chance to interview people since it's hard to do that in my car, or at least interview people that I can't have in my car. Uh, so today I have special guests. I have two guests. This is my first ever multiple guests podcast. Never done that before. So it is Megan Wolf and Maria Bartholdi of Good Luck High Five. So hi, say hi, guys. Hi. hi. Thank you so much for having us in your not car. Can you identify by your voices so the audience knows who's who? Yes, uh, this is Megan. And I am Maria, or so I've been told. <laughs> so you guys are my hey. first first ever uh, two-person podcast. I've never done this before. Ooh, exciting. I was just going to say, I have, in fact, accidentally introduced myself as Maria before when we're both in the same space. <laughs> that okay. has happened on multiple occasions. Okay. We're going to start going all the way back to the very beginning, which is... How did you guys first interact with magic? How did you first come to play magic? Uh, Maria, go for it. Okay, so uh, the story goes like this. Megan and I had a game night um, with, with a mutual friend, and we played a bunch of board games. And then one night, they were like, hey, do you want to learn the best game? And then we got taught magic. Yeah. And it was almost immediate that we were completely obsessed with it. We There's literally a time we went to a party, like a really cool party, and we were sitting on the floor <laughs> playing magic with each other, ignoring everybody else. Yeah. Like, we just fell in love. We love games. And if you're a gamer who loves games, you obviously love magic. I think that just follows. And so that's kind of how it happened for us. I remember... We, like, at the previous board gaming night, previous to the time that we learned to play Magic, um, he was, like, he pointed the boxes on top of his fridge and was, like, oh, next time we can learn the best game. And I still, like, have have a memory of just being, like, what's in these? Because they were just, you know, like, the long white cardboard boxes for storing lots of cards yeah. and just being, like, but what on earth could it be? <laughs> so when was that? What What was your first set that you guys played with? Um, it was during, so we played with old, um, it was Mirrodin that, like, the decks that we were playing with. Okay. Um, but that's because the friend that taught us, that's back when he had played. Mm -hmm. We were learning to play when Return to Ravnica came out, which was our first set. Okay. Okay, so um, you started playing Magic. You, you obviously fell in love with Magic because it's an amazing game. Um, so how did you go from playing Magic to podcasting, doing videos about Magic? Uh, well, we were all hanging out playing Magic one day, and I, you know, we were like, "Hey, what if we did a podcast about this?" Uh, that's the that's the short version of it. Uh, the slightly longer version is that because Maria has a background in radio and TV, she had the equipment and the skills available to produce a podcast, and we kind of found that there was a niche. We were still very very early in our Magic journey. This was maybe we were learning to play in September. It was about October when we first sat down and recorded the first episode. And there was kind of a, a missing niche of players who are just at the very beginning of our ma of their magic journey. So, yeah, talk a little bit. I happen to know this, but the audience might not. Uh, <laughs> when you first started, what was your podcast about specifically? So the original name of our podcast was actually Magic the Amateuring, which is just like a terrible name, right? Because nobody, literally nobody in the history of time has ever been able to spell it. It's a fake word. No, it's uh, a fake word. 
<laughs> but the idea was that we wanted people to come on this journey along with us as new magic players as we learned the game and got better at the game. Either people who were also learning themselves and they could learn along with us or people who were seasoned and had been in the game for a long time and maybe were eager to listen to some people who just had that new, shining, bright magic light in their eyes, right? <laughs> uh, just so excited about being new players to the game. And that was the original conceit, and that's how it lasted for a number of years. And then what was it, like two years ago yet, Megan, that we changed the name to Good Luck High Five? Yeah. Well, well, um, well, yeah. Well, We'll get there. Wait, wait, wait. I'm, I'm trying to go chronologically. We'll, we'll get there. I promise. Oh, okay. 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 <laughs> so I now want to go. You start making stuff. Um, when did it go from we made random podcasts to we're making a podcast? How, how did that happen? Wow. You know, that's, that's a good question. I think we yeah. were pretty serious about it from the start. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a producer kind of by nature. So I'm usually pretty um, business-like in my decisions. <laughs> kinds of things. Yeah. Um, and I know that we didn't release um, on a set schedule for a little while, I want to say yeah. at the beginning, but pretty fairly early, pretty early on, we decided that we wanted to be a weekly podcast. Yeah, very swiftly, Maria's producer brain, like, put us on track and was like, we can't just, re you know, we can't release this willy nilly um, on, you know, like the, the second Tuesday of every third month. Um, so, like, how long before you had a cadence? How long before, like, every week you were producing it? right away Jeez, like, like maybe only like maybe. a month month yeah. a month and a half or two yeah it was pretty quick okay i'm not gonna say that by like like i said we started in october and by january for sure yeah okay so now take me from okay you're making a weekly podcast to you're aware that people are listening to the podcast <laughs> my i distinctly remember when we went to i don't remember where the event was but there was an event where we met a couple of people from Wizards of the Coast, one of them being Trick. And, and he was like, oh, hey, I really, I, we really like y'all's podcast. And I was just like, I'm, I'm sorry. What? <laughs> yeah, Megan, I, do you remember that tournament we went to it was in California? Yes, right. First GP. And that was the first time we were sitting down building our sealed pools because it was a team sealed. And somebody two chairs down from us like looked over and they're like, are you guys Magic the Amateuring? We recognize your voices. You yes. know, and that was just when it hit me. And we we actually went out to dinner with some of our very first fans of the show at that tournament. It was just the coolest slash weirdest experience <laughs> that I've had in my life. When you started, you were just audio? Were you video in the beginning or no, just audio? No, we were just audio for years. Yeah, we really resisted the change to video because we loved recording it in our pajamas in Megan's <laughs> attic. <laughs> oh, I still think about the days when we could just like sit in a on a couch in our pajamas recording. <laughs> to be to be real, it is very very nice to be able to record a podcast that way. And video is just just yep. a huge pain. But you know what? We we do it for you, everybody. We do it for you. So there's no pajama episodes or anything. You know, I mean, these days, <laughs> during these days, uh, Maria, you might not know it, but I certainly know that here in my own home, I'm mostly wearing pajamas when we're recording right now. That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. Okay. So take me now from, okay, you recognize people are listening. Um, so it was getting on Wizards Radar. What, what was the next sort of step up for you guys? I would say that was it. Yeah. Like that was, that was a big part of it of just being like, oh, there's. There are other people out there, yeah, listening to this. 
So the I remember the f- um, Hugh from Wizards of the Coast also was a big fan of ours uh, early on back in the day and tried to get us more involved with stuff going on over there, which was which was really awesome, you know, because yeah. um, because we really love we really loved the game and it was cool to be interacting with people who were so close to its creation. So what yeah. was the first thing you did with Wizards? Like, what was the first sort of, do you remember? <sighs> uh, I remember the first event that I worked was GP Houston in February of 2016. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I that, remember that tournament. I was doing life totals or I was supposed to be. It was my birthday weekend. Yes, it was your birthday and I um, got so, so, so sick. My body was not yet used to traveling so much. And I got horribly ill and I had, I couldn't do the job. And so I had to just stay locked in my hotel room the whole weekend being sick while this awesome tournament was going on. I was like, no, this is supposed to be my first big job. And it was my birthday. Luckily, like Megan and Marshall Sutcliffe, who worked the tournament too, brought me presents to my room that they bought at the GP for me yes. because it was my birthday. <laughs> I just remember walking to the hotel room there and there was like a tray, like, like you would order just like crackers. It was like just crackers on the tray. What happened is the hotel staff, I called them and I was like, hey, I don't know if this is allowed, but can you bring me up some like Tylenol or something? And they're like, no, we can't. But they heard that I was so ill that they had somebody just bring me up soup and crackers without asking. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so my first memory of meeting you guys, I'm not sure how early this is in your Wizards interactions would be at the what? Do we, what do we call the event for Kaladesh? It had a name. What, oh yeah, what was the Kaladesh event? So we. I mean, it was, it was the World Championship, right? It was the World Championship. We rented out the Paramount Theater. We took yeah. over this whole theater. It was tied to PAX, which uh, yes. Um, and Big we did this heckin' Kaladesh event, <laughs> right? We did this giant Kaladesh event, and as part of it, we brought in a bunch of influencers uh, and. I think one you uh, Megan, you were working the you were working the world championship. Yeah, I was doing social media for Worlds that year. Right, and then Maria uh, Maria was there as, yeah. as like doing interviews and stuff like that. Now, how early was that? Uh, I was pretty late, actually. I want to say okay. Like, um, time, I I have no idea. <laughs> time means. But here's the thing, Nothing. Mark. That yeah. is not the first time we met you. <laughs> oh yeah, this comes up a lot. This comes up a lot. I did. I had another interview where I said that, and they go, "Oh, it was with uh, Chris Mooney, right?" I told the first time I met him. He goes, "Well, first time you met me, not the first time I met you." <laughs> so when did you meet me? When, when's the the meeting, Mark story? We met you at the very last iteration of the Community Cup at Wizards of the Coast which was still one of my favorite things I've ever done in my magical life where we were, we were battling against Wizards of the Coast employees, members of the community. I remember it was Megan and I, Jimmy Wong was there, Wedge was there playing on behalf of the community. And uh, yeah, we got to take, I remember I saw the selfie that I took with you and I was so excited to show it <laughs> off. Uh, yeah, that That's was the first right. time. I that completely tournament? forgot about the community cup. But yeah, I would say so that fun. like did I yeah. I played in very few community cups. Did I play in that community cup? No. Okay. I think I played in two of them. Yeah. Well, long story short, we crushed Wizards. Um we Wizards won once. Wizards won once, I believe. Yeah, of all the community cups. <laughs> so We're like I the think... generals of the uh <laughs> anyway, Yeah. <laughs> I forget like the community cup I would say was also like a big event in our magic trajectory. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Of being, sure you know, was. being able to go to that and meet so many great people. Yeah, it was a ton of fun. 
So when did you get involved with uh, like pro tours and stuff? When did that happen? Where's that in this timeline? My very first pro tour I ever worked, I did life totals at once again, cards in hand, the people who are standing with the iPads behind the players in the feature match area, which is a very tough job, very stressful, but also really fun to be able to be close to the players making those, you know, big decisions. And the first one I worked there was in Milwaukee, it was close <coughs> to Milwaukee. And there was lots of cool Eldrazi decks running around. I remember it was modern. Um, yeah, that was, that was my first taste of it. And I was just like, wow, <laughs> this is awesome. <laughs> but I still had my full-time job in television production at that point, you know. So for me, it was just kind of like a cool, like, vacation, like, thing to do. Um, it wasn't anything I cons- I had, like, seriously considered as a career at that point. Yeah. So my first one was in Dublin in spring of 2017. Okay. So- I remember it was so gray. It's so gray and rainy in Ireland <laughs> in February. So, I really loved it, but it was very great. When did you segue from it being a hobby or a part-time thing to more being what you do? For me, it was an unanticipated transition when in fall of 2017, tw- fall of 2016, actually. So like all through 20, st- again, at the start of 2016, I had started picking up some coverage writing jobs, like starting with Houston and then working a few more. And then in August, I got laid off from my job very unexpectedly. And so I spent about a month like panicking, applying to jobs everywhere. And just sort of, again, it was like completely out of the blue that I got laid off. And so I was frantic about it. And then one day um, I was talking with my mom about it. And she was just like, what if you, what if you just like stopped looking for a job right now? Because you're actually you're doing a job, (laughs) Um, you know, you're like, you're traveling and and working these events and you're working at the podcast. Um, So what if you just, what if you just saw how that went for a little while? Um, And, you know, I haven't looked back since then. (laughs) And I think that I've been doing it as a full-time job now for four years or something like that. Um, Yeah, I, it was, it was like, it was tough because I really liked my job. Um, I worked for PBS, which, you know, has always been a really great passion of mine ever since I've been little, but I had a boss that I didn't really love. And so things weren't going great over there. And I was like, you know what? Sometimes you just got to take the leap and do something and take the opportunity when it presents itself and say, this might be a little bit scary, or I'm jumping into the unknown. I'm not going to get a weekly, you know, a weekly paycheck. I'm not going to have health insurance, all of these things that, you know, practically have been drilled into my Minnesotan brain. Like, you've got to think about those things, Maria, you know, uh, what happens? <laughs> what happens? How are you going to eat? How are you going to make that hot dish? Um, but <laughs> I just had to okay, quiet those thoughts and and move forward and say, you know what? Sometimes you got to take a chance. And honestly, it's been one of the coolest rides I've been on in my life so long. And I'm so happy that we did it. Okay, same. so oh, sorry, go ahead. Oh, I was just saying, you're like, yeah, same. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't, I didn't see it coming ever in any way, shape, or form. But I'm, yeah, I'm very thankful for it all the time. Okay, so at some point, you guys aren't, you aren't, you're not amateurs anymore. So <laughs> what? Talk about now, not now that now with the right timeline. Let's talk about the changeover from Magic the Amateuring to Good Luck High Five. Yeah, wow. I can't believe it's sort of it's sort of strange talking about the changeover because we talked about it for so long that sometimes it seems like it happened farther back than it did. It's only been about two years. But in my yeah, mind, I it's think, like... 
I mean, we've been good luck well, high five for like five years. The th- reason for that is because, like you said, we wanted to change the name about a year after we started the show because mm-hmm. we realized that it's just not very searchable. The web address is a nightmare. <laughs> and also, like, we're learning, like, there's going to become a point when we're not amateurs anymore. I think Megan had even cashed a tournament at this point, I want to say. That's right. At some point, again, I want to say this was probably 2016 again, but, like, I cashed a GP and actually had, like, a pro point or two to my name or something like that. And you did the same, like, not long thereafter. Yeah, so we were like, okay, what are we going to do? I, I, The name Good Luck High Five comes from me mistakenly thinking that that was what GLHF stood for on Magic Online. And... There is a, I think we do it live on the air in an episode. I'm like, yeah, they said GLHF, good luck, high five. And like, like Maria, no, it's good luck, have fun. And I was like, well, that's silly. Why do they want me to have fun? (laughs) Don't they want to have fun and win? Anyway, so that's the genesis of the name. We Googled it and found out that another podcast in Minnesota that was also about Magic the Gathering had previously been called Good Luck High Five about three years before we started our show, which is the most implausible thing I can possibly imagine. So we decided not to change it back then. By the time we made the choice to actually switch, we're like, it's been long enough. They've been gone long enough. Like, we feel it's appropriate. That podcast hadn't existed in like a decade almost. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) So what what year did you guys start? I'm trying to understand the the time. When did you start? 2012. 2012? Okay. Yeah. And then, so, in 2018, you changed your name. Yes. Okay. Um, when, uh, so, talk a little bit. One of my favorite things you guys do is actually a, your little mini thing you do on Mondays. Talk about that. Oh, yeah. So, <laughs> when did we start? We started the upkeep almost a year ago now, or a little over yeah. a year ago now. We have 66 episodes. So, explain what the upkeep episodes. is. It is a 10-minute magic news podcast, or as we say at the top of the show, uh, all of the news you need in 10 minutes or less. And we just wanted to give something to people that's super easily digestible. 10 minutes is you can, you know, fold your laundry, you can do your dishes, you don't have to be investing a lot of time in it. And it's going to give you everything that you need to know that happened in the magic world that might be relevant to your play experience or your life or your understanding of magic. So now having done this for a while, is 10 minutes the right amount of time? I uh, think it usually is. We sometimes will go eight minutes. Some I think our lowest ever has been six and a half when there has been a slow news week. But uh, sometimes, you know, we're bad and we have to give ourselves a slap on the wrist because sometimes we go to 13. But we try not to. We try not to. It's only happened a couple of times. But I got to tell you, Wizards is growing at such a huge rate that (laughs) some weeks, Mark, some weeks there's a lot of news. Is there? (laughs) There really is a lot of news. You're you're just talking about it. I'm making it. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Wow. Fair enough. Um, and honestly, we kind of started it as we had had it as a segment on our usual podcast on Good Luck High Five for a little bit. And then it was sort of like, well, it's a little bit outside the vein of what we normally do. Good Luck High Five can be, it's usually one talking about the experience of actually playing Magic. Um, what are we playing right now? Or how are we feeling about cards that are coming out right now? And it's a little bit more playful. And the news was very much just like, hey, here are the bullet points of what you need to know. So it felt right to break it out. But I don't think that we expected people to enjoy it as much as they do, honestly. So for people that, because people listening to my podcast might not know your podcast, what is the, what's the elevator pitch of your podcast? (laughs) 
Okay, so good luck high five. Uh, the, we, we say it at the beginning of every show is for anybody who loves playing magic. And what we mean by that is anybody who plays magic to have an awesome time. You know, whether that's you playing at home at your kitchen table with your friends uh, playing commander, whether that's playing on arena and trying to up your game and climb the ladder and get new rewards, whether that's heading to a GP when we can do that again and like chasing the dream of becoming a magic player. We do run the gamut and we have players on every at every part of the spectrum from casual to competitive listening to our show but the underlying the underpinning uh theme i would say for us is that you enjoy playing magic it makes you happy and you want a place to go to celebrate that in a positive way uh with your friends and we hope to be those friends for you every single week to come and have a great time and just hang out and chat about magic and hopefully have some laughs along the way too how long is your podcast and what day do you guys post uh, every episode is about 45 minutes, and we post Tuesday mornings anywhere fine podcasts are found. The <laughs> Upkeep right. comes out on Monday. Yeah, uh, the Upkeep is on Mondays, and as we said, it is 10 minutes or less. And it is both available as a podcast and is available on our YouTube channel, which is especially relevant for the Upkeep because Maria is really excellent about putting all of the relevant links down in the notes as well as putting up all of the relevant images during the show. Also, yeah, you, you can, sorry, I'm just going to quick give okay. you a link. It's a youtube.com slash good luck high five. And we do post our full length episodes there too. And sometimes we're talking about deck lists or cards and we put the card images up on the screen for you. So just FYI. Also, you guys release your stuff both in podcast form, audio only and video form. Yeah. Yeah, everything is both just in case there's a preferred method you have to consume media. We want to make sure that you have it. Yeah. In case you want to see our great offices or these days, our homes, which we are never leaving. Okay, so I'm going to ask you guys, each give me a story. What is your favorite fan interaction story that each of you have? I can think of one. Do you have one, Megan? Uh, Yeah, definitely. Go ahead. So this kind of um, references some stuff that happened years ago now, but... A long while back, we had an episode called Psy, which was sort of about the experience of being women in competitive magic. And again, that came out in maybe 2016, 2015, 2016, like somewhere in there. It's pretty old. And at Vegas last year, I talked to two people. There was one guy who told me that he had he's teaching his kids to play magic and he had his his two sons read the article that came out with that about being women in magic. Um, so to, like to help them better understand that experience. And then there was a woman who came, came up to me and was just like, I love the podcast. And that episode sigh meant so much to me. And she hugged me and then she was like, I'm going to cry and ran away. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I still like, I honestly, I can't even say in, in words, like what it means to me to have like something that we made have that much of an impact on someone, even um this far down the line yeah i think i I think that's so awesome i will always have just the warmest memories of our first fan getting get together like we mentioned uh in california at that first gp because realizing that what you're doing and putting out into the world is actually you know being enjoyed by other people right is a little bit wild because we're having a great time every week recording this you know we kind of joke sometimes and be like oh yeah we do this for ourselves in our basement you know but thank thank goodness you're all listening you know yeah. so that's really cool 
to know that you, uh, you know, getting joy out of what you do is bringing joy to other people. And somebody who has been real special to us over the years, one of our fans, Ray, and she came and saw us at a tournament. And once again, this was a, my, I was working on my birthday and she brought me a birthday present <laughs> with like a card and a yeah. gift and a little gift bag and brought oh. it to the pro tour. It was just so thoughtful. And the fact that we have fans that would do that is just absolutely incredible. So by the way, the writer in me says, if I ever made a play about your life, Maria, it would take place just on your birthday. I mean, seriously, <laughs> yeah, that's right. Maria has only been talking about her birthday. I do also want to mention, like, we, um, in the last, like, for the, for the, for the first couple of years, this wasn't the case, but in the last, like, five years at least, our podcast has been clean, just, like, in the most basic way of just, like, we just, we don't swear. And so we end up getting a lot of people who listen with their kids. And then we also end up having a lot of kids who listen. And they are some of my favorite fan interactions. Because I've just had, like, a kid just be, like, running past me at a GP. And then turn around and yell at me back when we were still matched with the amateuring. Amateuring! And then just, like, keep running. <laughs> I was just like, great, kid. Cool. <laughs> Okay, so now um, I want uh, a story from each one of you. Your, what is your favorite magic moment? It could be any anything magic related. Um, the the one that like just stands wow. out. It's wow, this was a very memorable thing. Yeah. So Maria, I'll help you. It was during your birthday. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh... I can think of one that's kind of like, it's like a tough one. It's like not a happy one, but I think it's kind of an interesting one. <laughs> okay, we'll, we'll take it. Okay, so the the thing that just jumped to my mind when you said this, I'm sure after we hang up, I'll think of one that's great and happy, um, which <laughs> is like most times working on magic stuff because all of our coworkers are so amazing who do coverage. Um, but my very first time working a pro tour was in Nashville and, um, it was a really cool pro tour. They're like, they're trying stuff with the lighting and it was really dramatic and cool looking. I was super excited to be there. And I was like, okay, you've got to prove yourself. You've got to do a great job, you know, be like, they hired you for a reason and you've got to deliver. Right. I get to the tournament once again, this might remind you of my birthday in Houston because I got terribly, terribly ill. Once again, I was not <laughs> used to traveling. You get so sick if your body's not used to it. Um, and I did my first day of work and I was like, oh boy, this is not good. I cannot come back tomorrow. I had to go to the ER and they're like, oh yeah, you have strep throat. And I was like, no, I'm supposed to do a show. It's a pro tour. It's my first one. I can't not do it. And the doctor's like, okay, all right, I can give you some shots. I'm going to give you two shots. Normally we do one. <laughs> and so, boom, boom. I get like just cranked full of strep throat drugs. And he's like, get out of here. You'll be better. Just go take a rest for a day. I go back to my hotel. I had to watch the first day of the tournament. But the next day, you know what, Mark? The next day I was on that set. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, I would say... One that's always sticks out to me and always will is um, the first time I won a PPTQ. Uh, I was just, you know, it's it's so difficult to tell yourself that you can do something until you've actually accomplished it. So I think up until then, you know, I had been working really, really you know, I've been working hard. I don't play nearly as much competitive, like as as competitively now as I did then, um, just because our schedules have changed so much. But back then I was like playing a lot competitively and 
I still, I think I still had this mentality of just like, okay, I can work this hard, but I don't think that I will ever be able to win one of these. And, you know, it got into the top, the top four. And I, I beat back to back, like two people who I know well, and really respect as players. And I just like, after that, I like went for a walk uh, around one of the lakes in my neighborhood. And I have rarely ever been in such a good mood because I just felt so it was just so gratifying to have accomplished something that up until that moment, I think I kind of thought was out of my reach. Oh, that's good. Good stories. Okay. So we're almost out of time. I'm almost to my den. So uh, <laughs> let's, okay. Without giving me any new cards or new mechanics, since I can't hear those, if you could <laughs> add one thing to magic, just something for you personally, if you could add one thing to magic, what is something you would love to see in magic? Hmm. Well, um, gosh, I want to, okay, so this, this I've, I've sort of like, I pitched you my ideas before, Mark, and you have just calmly slapped them down into the dirt. Um, (laughs) But I would love to see Magic's take on, I love Star Trek, I'm a huge uh, space nerd, take on space, a space set. And I know like we're in the fantasy realm, so maybe that means some kind of like spaceship flying themed set and like people are doing like dog fights in the air and they're built crafting their own vehicles i love vehicles uh and like fighting each other and each color has their own kind of like style of designing vehicles like the red ones are like blast through mountains to get an advantage on courses and the green ones like (laughs) can whip their things around trees and like throw themselves further and so it's kind of like a cool like uh, air air fight dog fighting uh, set and crowds like go wild and uh, yeah that's that's my idea okay <laughs> Maria I know your reference material was originally Star Trek but I'm just gonna tell you sounds a lot like pod racing man <laughs> <laughs> yeah it ended up pod racing we started with space and we got to pod racing yeah do you know what this one's boring this is a boring answer but it's just true I want to see cycling all the time. I love it. Well, hope yeah, you're enjoying Ikoria. Huh? Hope you're enjoying Ikoria. They're cycling I galore. mean, I really am having a great time. We are having a blast. We love Ikoria. Um, very regularly these days, like, one of us will log into Arena, and then the other one is already there, and we just send a message just being like, uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> yep. This is all- it's like it'll be like it's like midnight and I'm like log in and I'm like, oh look, there's one person on my friends list here. It's Maria. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that's how it goes these days, Mark. You did it. You really nailed it. You really nailed it. <laughs> well, that's good. Okay, well guys, I, I'm at my den, so we gotta wrap this up. So I wanna thank you guys for coming. And uh, it was fun talking with you. And I, I've twice been on your show, so if you if you guys haven't seen it yet, um I've also been on their show two times. Yeah. So you can go uh I don't link anything. I don't, I don't have Maria to help me. But uh, if you go look it up, I, I have been, I guess, search for Google for my name in a good guy five. Uh, you can see me with them. Uh, I think we're, I feel like when I'm on your show, we're a lot sillier than we are on my show. My show, I'm asking like serious <laughs> questions. So, but you were uh, very structured. Yes, you had, a, you had an agenda. I did. I did. So thank you guys for joining. But uh, now, as I'm at my den, we all know what that means. It means it's the end of my drive to work. So instead of talking about magic. With uh, Marie and Megan, it's time for me to be making magic. So thanks, guys, for joining me. Thank you so much for having us. This was a delightful time.
Thank you, Mark. Can I get a high five virtually? Virtual high five. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so anyway, uh, you guys, I'll see you all next time. Bye-bye.